there you go. Okay. Um, all right. So now you've you've started from the bottom. You know, you've you've done a lot of different CRA gigs at this company and that company. Um, what are you looking to do next? Like, what do you? What is your plan for yourself in the next few years? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I really think I want to move into a lead position just because I think it'll be more stable for my my life. You know, if I do have kids or anything like that. Um, also, I want to be at my house working on these projects all the time. I have like a thousand different projects going on right now. So that's not the only factor, but I also think it would be cool to uh, to eventually give travel a rest and see what it'd be like to operate from a managerial standpoint. And who knows, maybe it won't be my thing. Maybe I will want to get back on the road. Maybe I'll love it. But I think my like my goal within the CRO industry or clinical research industry in general is to um, become a director of some sort. Uh, I just think it's, it seems like a cool thing. You get to, you know, run your own show and obviously there's standards you have to follow and preferences through the CRO or the sponsor. But I also think it's kind of neat that you can be, you know, you can paint your own picture and you can maybe run things a little differently. You can manage your teams the way you want to, and everyone kind of has their own way of doing so. So I think that'd be a kind of neat experience. Um, and I know you and I have talked uh, about this too, like maybe one day opening our own offices or something like that. Like Site? Site you know, office? I've, yeah, our own site, our own clinical research office. Um, and I know I've definitely, late, late nights, I've definitely texted you and, uh, our buddy about it yeah and it kind of went crazy and you know that's just what i i mean that just kind of gives me reassurance that it's in, in my head and like i really want to do it like when i when i give you a shot after a night out three in the morning and tell you about <laughs> it it kind of reaffirms that i'm like man maybe this is my thing like I'm yeah really it's definitely it's definitely worth a shot so that's cool yeah it's definitely cool and there's obviously tons of resource well not a ton but you know where to go to find some resources on it um just to make the yeah. learning curve a lot easier yeah, if you make good good friends with your your sites and stuff, you can ask them. And also, like I said, observing sites is pretty interesting because you can pick up different different factors of each site and like what sets them apart and what are good Absolutely. things and bad things. So you can just, you have to kind of do your own mental mental notes, do your own due diligence of it. So, right. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, okay, so pretty much you've only worked for CROs, right? Correct. So would you consider uh, working for a sponsor or something just to get that experience too? Yeah, I'm just waiting for the referral, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So if you're open to that, um, tell me about LinkedIn. You have a LinkedIn, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how how is it changing jobs as a CRA? Is, Is that like something easy to do? Um, because you hear a lot of things on the internet and people talking about, um, you know, recruiters hitting them up all the time or, you know, I'm sure I've even mentioned that before, uh, recruiters hitting them up all the time or, you know, it's easy to find a job once you get into this industry. Is that true? Can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, it, it is definitely a lot easier. I think once you hit that like two year mark of experience, um, maybe when you become like a CRA two. I noticed that when I became a CRA too, I was getting bombarded with emails. Yeah. I think you also mentioned the same 
So whether it was LinkedIn messages or just emails, like cold calls, I was like, I don't even know where people are finding my information, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get the I cold limit, calls too. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I limit like what is out there um, of my personal information. So um, I don't even think I like put out my personal email and phone number on LinkedIn. I only have it so like they can ask me for it, but I don't have it like, you know, broadcasted. So it's been pretty pretty awesome. You know, um, a lot of them are just kind of like companies you probably wouldn't really care for working for. That's my opinion at least. Yeah. Um, but there are some really good, um, hits you get. And, uh, I definitely think it gives you like an upper hand for negotiating. And I think you become more comfortable with, um, presenting your, your, uh, your wants and desires. Like, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I know like when I first, uh, switched companies, I was a little hesitant about the negotiation process. I didn't know, like, would it be like disrespectful to ask for too much because some of these um, recruiters and like talent acquisition specialists are very prideful of what they do. Yeah. And so if you like counter offer, sometimes it like comes off as a slap to the face, I guess, huh. is what I've like, what I've heard through discussion. And um, I just think uh, now that I know like what I'm worth and like what I can provide. And these questions they ask are just routine now. Like I just, I know exactly what, what to say. I know how to explain myself in situations that they, um, they ask me about like, Hey, explain a time where you had to do so-and-so, you know, it just becomes second nature. So I do think it's become a lot easier. And as far as interviewing, it's, I think it's easy to have an amazing first or second interview and to completely skip the third one. If you do well enough, it becomes a lot more easier to transition. Um, obviously, it's still like a pain when you have to go through all the onboarding stuff and um, and clean up your loose ends at the other companies and stuff. But I, I definitely think it's uh, it's gotten a lot easier um, to find a job if I wanted to leave. Yeah. So does that give you comfort knowing that that you are that if something happened, you got fired, or you had to you know leave, or you know something else happened, you had to quit your job for a period of time, knowing that you can get hired again. Does that give you some kind of comfort? Oh yeah, for sure. That's a great feeling. Um, definitely a sense of ease and, um, job security. You know, it is, it is really nice. I, I definitely love that. You know, if, um, if I ever do feel like things are too stagnant or I'm not like appreciated my company, I could go and get an offer and potentially provide it to my current company and like have them counter it or just review it and stuff. So I think that's nice, a nice uh, leverage point to have. Uh, I'm not saying go crazy and like when something goes wrong, like threaten to leave. Yeah. But it is pretty cool because there is a, a, a really high need for CRAs in this industry right now for whatever reason. I don't know if they're all getting rolled onto like vaccine trials right now. Um, and that's taken away from the other indications, but it's nuts. Like it, it's always been like that. Yeah, it's always been like that. Um, really, I just I always wasn't aware then. I guess. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I still have the text, but I have a friend, and you met him a while ago, I think. Um, he he showed me the receipts. They were offering Hawaiian vacations for just for CRAs uh, when they got hired on back in the day. What? In addition to sign-on bonus. And he showed me this post too. They were offering a pair of Beats headphones just to interview. Just to interview. Just to show up and interview. So, no kidding. Yeah. So this is not even 
This is not even the heyday. This is not even the golden age. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how long it's going to last before like government regulation is going to shut that down, giving out gifts to interview. Well, they had to do stuff. That's how bad they wanted CRAs. They had to do stuff. That used to be the, the standard. Yeah. And it used to be, um, I remember this, 15000 sign-on wow. bonus, up yeah. to 25000 sign-on bonus I've seen. Um, I haven't seen it in a while. I don't know. Are they still doing sign-on bonuses? Yeah, they are. Um, I don't know if it's that much. But they certainly are doing some sign-up bonuses that are pretty, uh, pretty Hefty. solid. Well, everything's yeah. negotiable. You know, you can negotiate anything. So, um, yeah. But yeah, it's crazy, man. And they used to post on LinkedIn saying we're offering fifteen thousand at least for the CRA. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. What a time. I know. Um, it's great, man. I love it. And I think, um, you know, as the as the times go on, companies are going to realize like CRAs really are the front line of, of how they succeed. Like we really are the ones out in the trenches, like doing everything. And, and uh, I mean, as much as like project management team is important to make things run uh, smoothly and efficiently without us being out there, getting the data um, verified and, and document everything, collecting documentation, training, like there is no industry. There's no CRO industry. Exactly. Um, We're doing the dirty work. Research. We are. We are. So I think it's good to. Uh, I think it's good that we're essentially like getting this opportunity to leverage and and negotiate, and it's not like so cut dry anymore. Like I remember when I tried uh, negotiating when I became a CRA too. They're like, oh, no, this is pre-pandemic. Yeah. I feel like now it's a different game. So. Yep. Yep. 